All right, time for the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show once again. But before we go into this next podcast show, got to do some promotions and give some shout outs to some businesses that is going on, not just with me, but with the family inside the H-O-U-S-E. And that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. We also have in Atlanta, Georgia, Nails by Amani. You can find her on Facebook as well as YouTube. We have shopneallife.com forward slash F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-H. That is the missus. Heavenlyhairbrand.com. And you can check her out at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And last but certainly not least, the newest of the businesses. And that is Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And you can find me on Twitter at the profits picks or should i say at profits underscore picks and then you can also find me on my youtube channel and if you have any questions you can also email me the profits picks 2019 at gmail.com i'm on amazon audible iHeartRadio, pandora and whichever podcasting platforms you desire to utilize get ready another exciting entertaining profits picks football podcast show coming up right here right now everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the show coming up next one It is time to give Monday Night Football on ESPN for week 11 in the NFL that profits picks prime time treatment. Happy Thursday to everybody out there. This is week 11 already. We are a week away, literally, technically, specifically, whichever word you want to use. We are literally one week away. From Thanksgiving 2023 and this is week 11's Monday Night Football prediction show the 8-1 defending NFC champions NFC East champion Philadelphia Eagles are at the 7-2 defending AFC West champions AFC champions Super Bowl champions can the city chiefs it is time for me the profits picks to give primetime nfl once again that profits picks prime time treatment yes sir it is super bowl 57 rematch prediction show here on the profits picks football podcast show on a thursday November the 16th, 2023. I really sincerely, and I mean that with all of my heart, even to those that I consider my enemies, pray that you all have had an absolutely and totally wonderful day. Um, I don't know about the weather in your part of the country, but overcast skies here in the city of Houston. It is approximately... 521 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time. 
and it is approximately now 4.22 p.m. in my time zone, time zone I was born in. I say that every once in a while, and that is central time zone. And uh, yeah, 4.22 on a Thursday, the week before Turkey Day, Turkey Day extravaganza. There's always three football games played on Thanksgiving Day. First game is played in the morning on the West Coast time and in the mountain time zone and right before noon in the central daylight time zone. And I'm going to be honest, it's been a blessing regardless of all of the crap that has happened since I've moved to Texas. But it has been a huge blessing to be able to experience not just college football, but the NFL and Thanksgiving more so than anything in the time zone that I was in fact born in. When I was a little kid, I knew nothing about time zones, right? I had no clue that there was a whole entire East Coast and an Atlantic Ocean and a whole entire biggest city in the country called New York. I didn't know any of that stuff. And I was just a little, I was just a little kid, man, being a kid, right? In Waynesboro, Mississippi. And um, Waynesboro, Mississippi, is not that far away from the timeline for the Eastern to Central. And uh, trust me when I tell you, I live very far away, not just from my birth town, but I live far away from that Eastern Daylight timeline in our great country. Speaking of the mountain time zone, it is approximately 3.23 p.m. Mountain, and it is 2, I'll say again, 2.24 p.m. now Pacific. With it being 2.24 Pacific, that means it is 1.24 p.m. Alaskan time. And in Hawaii, it is approximately 24 minutes after 12 noon, 24 minutes after high noon in the beautiful islands of Oahu, Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, Pearl Harbor Islands, all of the Hawaiian Islands, Aloha. Once again, 1219 p.m. 1224, excuse me, p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. All right. I'm going to try to focus on doing this Monday Night Football Prediction Show while I multitask and make certain that I am prepared for Wednesday November the 29th because as you all know if you have been following the podcast show and been listening the last few weeks this guy right here has got to make it to multiple doctor's appointments and on the 29th I will have not one but two MRIs done and uh, hopefully I will be in a position to make it to Bible study because I don't know about other people, but for years I was missing my weekly Wednesday night Bible class for, and when I say for years, I mean for years. Now it doesn't mean that I never had it. Sometimes when we had it, it was shifted to a Thursday night, right? And then um, sometimes we had it um, just out of the blue and wasn't expecting it, but this is what we got. And there's not a problem with that either. However, no matter how old you are, you have to have some type of structure because if you don't have any structure, you're going to be all over the freaking place. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your title is. 
It's good to be spontaneous. It's good, it's good to do something out of the ordinary, out of the blue, at the drop of a dime. All of that is fine and dandy, but you cannot go through your life that way. And I just don't understand why grown adult people don't get that. You have to have structure. We all have had structure. We had structure as children. We had structure as teenagers. And being in high school and being in college, you get structured as a young teenager, young adult. So why would you not have the same type of structure when you get older? Why are you just spontaneous all the time and thinking that that is okay? Because it just is not. And that is my soapbox moment of the day as um, I've had a lot of those today. And uh, I'm trying to fight against who I really am but uh, yeah at the end of the day why would you fight against what you have gotten since you were a child which is structure structure is not just for children structure is for adults as well and again it just boggles my brain that grown people don't get that they don't understand that so um, my structure is Wednesday night Bible study. It was an amazing Bible study on last night. And uh, I had an orthopedic visit on yesterday afternoon before Bible study. Made it uh, early enough in time before class actually started. So that was a blessing. But um, not so certain that's going to happen on the 29th. I'm going to be going to a very much closer location but um not too certain if i will be there right at the very beginning or towards the end or if i'm just gonna have to watch it virtual or what and that's the blessing that came the silver lining that came out of COVID. right we got virtual everything we got zoom took off skype took off Google Teams meeting took off. Microsoft Teams meeting took off. And I know for a fact because during COVID-19, we met every week on Microsoft uh, Teams. And I was in Florida. Okay. So, uh, yeah. There is a silver lining in every dark cloud. And if you fail to miss that, we got a whole nother thing that I'm going to have to get on my soapbox about. But I'm not going to do it in this podcast show. I will do that in another podcast show. Just know that the soapbox moments are always going to be here because I cannot fight against who I am. Not even for myself, not for no one, not for the spouse, not for anybody. Got to be who God has called me to be and cannot play around with that anymore. Too old, 43 years of age. You either hop on board or you get left behind. And I'm not going to regret having to leave anybody behind. It's as simple as that. I used to regret it, but not anymore. And at the end of the day, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, they are going to be wanting to not leave this game behind, depending on who wins it, right? If the Eagles win it, they're not going to want to leave it behind, even though they're going to have to, because you got to move on and you got to move forward to week 12, which is the Thanksgiving weekend, right? If you're the Kansas City Chiefs and you lose this game, 
you're going to want to move forward, right? You're, you're, you're going to want to leave it behind. If you're the Eagles, it's the same thing. You're going to want to leave it behind if it's a loss. And the question is, and the purpose of this podcast show is, who's going to be that team that's going to want to leave this game behind after they lose it? Because somebody's got to lose. Somebody's got to win. However, even with that, that's not true. Because this game could more than likely end up in a tie, right? We could go through four quarters of 15-minute football. The game could be tied at 17. Just a theoretical number that I'm throwing out there. Not saying that that's going to happen. And then we can have a 10-minute overtime played. Both kickers for the Eagles and the Chiefs can miss their field goals. And then time can run out and we could have a tie game. And at the end of the day, what does that give you? I'm going to be honest. That doesn't give me jack you know what. And the reason why is because who wants to see the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs tie in a football game after they played in a mesmerizing Super Bowl? And even before that in 2021... It was the return home for Andy Reid in Philadelphia. That game was mesmerizing. I mean, who wants to see that? We don't want to see a tie. We want to see one of these football teams win this football game. But the question is, who is it going to be? I got my time zone breakdown out of the way. I got my soapbox preacher's moment out of the way. Now it's time to get into the marrow of the bone of this prediction show. And I got to fill time because I still have not located a specific area in which I would get the statistical numbers that I normally would have for primetime predictions. So um, with all of that being said, let's go ahead. And let's get into it. So, first and foremost, this is going to be a Monday night football game. My record on the season is 91 games correct, 57 incorrect. My primetime record, that is tonight, Sunday, and Monday night, 25 and 6. I say tonight because it is Thursday, November the 16th. There is going to be an epic divisional game that will be played in a matter of a few hours. Kickoff is coming. Amazon Prime. Cincinnati is at Baltimore. NFL Network re-aired the first meeting of the season. The game in which the Ravens won and the Bengals lost. And the question is, who's going to win that game on tonight? If you want to know who I predicted to win that football game, check me out. Profits Picks Football Podcast. Spotify for podcasters, all right? Check me out. You still got time, and the show is not that long. So, uh, yeah, and you can even listen to the show while you are watching the first few minutes of the game. The game is going to be way longer than the actual prediction show. Trust me when I tell you that. You can watch the, you can watch the game all the way to the fourth quarter, listen to the prediction show, and you can listen to the prediction show with five minutes left in the game. The show's going to be over before the game ends. It's the NFL. It's called commercials. It's called timeouts. 
It's called, was it a catch? Was it not a catch? It's called, did they make a first down? Did they not make a first down? It's called, was it a touchdown? Was it not a touchdown? It's called, was it a fumble? Was it not a fumble? Was it a clean interception? Was it not a clean interception? Penalties all over the place. You got time to listen to week 11, Thursday Night Football, Cincinnati at Baltimore, five and four Bengals at the seven and three Baltimore Ravens prediction show from me, the Prophets Picks Football Podcast on a bye week. Four and six Atlanta Falcons, my Atlanta Falcons. I don't know what they're doing this year. New England, two and eight. New Orleans Saints, five and five. Saints lost to the Vikings in week 10. New England Patriots lost to the Indianapolis Colts in week 10 over in Germany. Uh, Saints and the Colts are five and five. Uh, Every team on a bye week in week 10 with a 500 record or worse. It's not good. Atlanta Falcons, as I knew they would, found a way to lose to the Arizona Cardinals, a team that at the time only had one victory all season against the Dallas Cowboys. Them boys, a game that they should not have lost. But again, any given Sunday, right? That's how the song goes. That's how the movie went with uh, Jamie Foxx and Lawrence Taylor and uh, Al Pacino. Anybody remembers that movie from back in the day? Uh, and I think it was it was any given Sunday. I think it was any given Sunday. This game is going to be on ESPN. Kansas City Chiefs lead the series all time. Six victories and four losses. That's all time. That's overall postseason included. We already know that postseason game. February the 12th, 2023. 38-35, Super Bowl 57, Kansas City Chiefs. And it's easy to not like the Eagles because of their fans. We've seen all kinds of videos on social media, how their fans are, how they treat visiting fans. It's just absurd and obnoxious and ridiculous, right? And that's part of the reason why we don't like their fans. Um, You can throw the Jets fans in there as well. The years that I lived in South Florida, there was what we called at the Miami-Dade County Clerk of Courts. Oh, man, what was the name of the job position? Because I remember, I remember I tried, I interviewed for that position. I don't know how many times. Court clerks, that's what they were called. They had courtroom clerks one and they had courtroom clerks two, right? The court clerks in the civil and county courthouse where Miami Vice was filmed, I don't know how many times, along with other historical great movies and TV shows, would go down into the basement of the courthouse and they would pull files, right? When they were done, they would put them on this dumbwaiter and the dumbwaiter would go down. And we, me, just a regular uh, clerk of courts, not a court clerk, I would put the files back. I would also give them the files that they were requesting as well, or the public would request, right? So in that corner with the courtroom clerks, it was nothing but Eagles, Jets, Buffalo Bills, fans in the heart of Miami. Now, Miami Gardens, where the Dolphins play every Sunday, right there in Miami. Biscayne Bay, right down the street from where the Miami Heat play their games at. American Airlines Center, right in the heart of Miami, in the courthouse, in the courtroom clerk section of the office. 
every single morning, we would have our Cuban toast, we have our cafe con leche, and I have to hear it from the Jets fans, the Eagles fans, the Buffalo Bills fans, and the Patriots fans. Now, mind you, I don't have any problems with the Buffalo Bills fans. And that's because the fan that was a Buffalo Bill in the courthouse that I used to work with, he just was not a you-know-what. However, those Jets fans, those Eagles fans, those Patriots fans, and you got to remember, at that time, Patriots was winning. Brady was there. They could not lose, right? You couldn't cheat against the Patriots and Brady, and they would lose the game back in those days. And when I say back in those days, because it's 2023, I'm talking about 2002, 2003, 2004. I was at the clerk of courts from 04. Well, actually, sooner than that, it was more like 2002. I was at the clerk of courts from 2002 on and off as attempt to 2010 before I got laid off. Right after Daniel was born. So... This is the reason why it's easy to not like the Eagles. However, years have went by. I have matured and I understand that the players are not a direct reflection of their fans, right? Because bad behavior and hatred, it is a learned behavior. It is taught. It's not something we're born with. We're born with love. We're born with the need to have another individual love us back, right? So everything that the Eagles fans have been taught is just really not good. You can be a passionate fan without being a you-know-what, okay? And I don't know if anybody remembers the Vikings fans that went to the Eagles game at the uh, Lincoln Financial Field, and it was just horrible, the social media that I saw. Um, it was a woman uh, Vikings fan. She was going to the uh, Eagles game against the Vikings. And it was just horrible what those fans were saying to her, doing to her, like as if she had committed some type of a hate crime or something. I felt sorely bad for her. But anyways, just giving you an explanation as to why it's easy for people not to like Eagles and Patriots and uh New York Jets fans and even my Dolphins my Dolphins have fallen into that category too um, somebody I used to work with uh, she loves the New England Patriots but something happened years ago during a Dolphins Patriots fan um, game to her son and it's just ridiculous like this is a sport why do we overdo things and get so overwhelmed and caught up in emotions with something that really does not even matter right this is entertainment purposes so getting back on track here resetting the show it is thursday november 16 2023 and again i have to come up with some type of material in these prediction shows that are prime time because i'm still working on finding my statistical numbers that i normally give in every show and uh with that being said Five and four in the regular season is the lead for the Chiefs over the Philadelphia Eagles. October the 22nd, 1972, 21 to 20 win for the Eagles over the Kansas City Chiefs. That was the first time they met in NFL history. The last time that they met, not counting the Super Bowl, 
October the 3rd, 2021, 42-2 about 30 man was the final score kansas city chiefs the last time these two teams met in the super bowl kansas city won that was the most meaningful game to that to this current point in time for either of those franchises was that super bowl game played earlier this year in february first time these two teams met though in the regular season the eagles won by one last time these two teams met in the regular season kansas city won by 12 and it's going to be Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts this is going to be a good game and this is why I purposely waited to do this prediction show I purposely took my time and I didn't rush it because we've had Super Bowl rematches all NFL season long But this has got to be the most exciting Super Bowl rematch of the regular season that we're probably going to witness all season long. So, with that being said, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, they are both coming off their bye week. Right? However, before the Kansas City Chiefs went on their bye week in week 10, Kansas City Chiefs lost to, I believe it was the Denver Broncos. Well, actually, no. They won in Germany against my Miami Dolphins 21-14. That was November the 5th. Before the Eagles went on their bye week, they got past their division rival, the Dallas Cowboys, 28-3. So not only are both of these teams coming off of Week 9 wins, but both of these teams are also coming off of two weeks of preparation by a young offensive coordinator and head coach Nick Sirianni for the Philadelphia Eagles and a mastermind, albeit Jedi, lightsaber, toten, wielding beast in Andy Reid. Two weeks to prep for this game. Not only that, it's going to be next Monday. I said this on Tuesday. I'm probably not going to be able to go to bed on Monday. I'm probably not even going to be able to come out of this office forward slash media center this coming Monday, November the 20th. Because this game is a Super Bowl rematch from this past February between two of the better known quarterbacks in this league, between two of the more popular NFL franchises. The misses may not see me until Tuesday because this game is going to be absolutely amazing. This is going to be arguably the best game of the season since the Dolphins and the Chiefs over in Germany, a game that I have not seen yet. And that's nobody's fault but my own. I've had time to watch that game. I just haven't t- taken it upon myself to watch it. Number one, the Dolphins lost. Number two, I was right. I picked the Chiefs to win that football game, but I was hoping that I would be wrong because I'm a Dolphins fan. However, you all here at this podcast show know that I'm extremely unbiased. And I call it how it is. I'm just like Deputy U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens, even though I'm not white. And I'm going to shoot you straight. 
I'm not going to shoot the you-know-what, but I am going to shoot you straight. No reason to beat around the bush, waste nobody's time. Don't waste my time. I'm not going to waste yours. Let's get on about it. What are we waiting around for? You want to get it? We can get it. Let's go. And at the end of the day, the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to get on the football field. They're going to get it. They're going to shoot each other straight. And it's going to be time to go this coming Monday night, November the 20th. And I, unless I just absolutely totally pass out, I'm probably not going to be able to sleep at the end of that football game Monday night. So, I don't know what people are building this game up to be, but I'm telling you, I am building this game up to be an amazing game. Arguably the best game of the season up once again until this point in the 2023 NFL season. If not, it's going to definitely be the best game in primetime all season long. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are first in the AFC West with a record of 7-2, and two, right? And they deserve to lose against the Broncos. Broncos dominated them. They deserve to lose against the Detroit Lions that came out flat. They didn't have Chris Jones, not my brother-in-law, but the six foot six, 300-pound Chris Jones. And they deserve to lose that one as well. Detroit is real. Detroit is 7-2 and two themselves, so... Who knows? Maybe Kansas City and Detroit in the Super Bowl. My brother from church, David, he will like that. Uh, Philadelphia is 8-1. And, and that one game that they lost, I'm going to be honest, I still haven't seen that game either. I'll probably watch a little bit of it tonight before I tune in for um, the Amazon Prime game because that is going to be a barn burner. But at the end of the day, I don't think the Jets literally earned that win against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Eagles should be 9-0. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I'm going to say that they they probably beat themselves in that game against the Jets, but it's the only loss. All right? Only loss. Last five games for the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, and then I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win this Monday Night Football slobber-knocking extravaganza. Last five games for the Philadelphia Eagles. Four victories, one loss. At the Rams, 23-14. I thought the Rams would win that one. That was one that I got wrong. And that was also possibly a bad week for me in my predictions. I went 7-7 and in week 10, by the way. A loss to the New York Football Jets. I already talked a little bit about that. Final there was 20-14. I still think that was a lot of the Eagles beating themselves. Jets still have a great defense, but I mean, the Jets are where they are right now, right? Which is in third place of the AFC East. And it's looking like the Dolphins will, in fact, win that division because the Eagles stomped the mud hole in my Miami Dolphins Sunday Night Football and walked that crap dry 31 to 17. And then after that bounce back win, after the loss to the Jets in the AFC East, they went back to their division did the Philadelphia Eagles winning against the commanders in our nation's capital 38-31 back on October the 29th and then 28-23 back on November the 5th before their bye week last five games for the Kansas City Chiefs at the Minnesota Vikings 27-20 victory there 19-18 win against the Denver Broncos (laughs) wow 
That just goes to show you, divisional games, doesn't matter what happened in that first divisional game. Doesn't matter what happens in that last divisional game. Especially when the new season starts. And when I say new season, I don't mean new, new calendar four-month season. I'm talking about January if two divisional teams are fortunate enough to make it to the tournament of January. And we're almost there. So hold on to your bootstraps. Hold on to your belt buckle. Hold on to your pants. We're on the roller coaster ride. And it's going down. 31-17 win against the Los Angeles Chargers. Trust me, that game was a lot closer than the final score intended it to be. And then the Chiefs lost to the Denver Broncos. That's why I chuckled and went off on that divisional rant that I just went on. Because they beat the Broncos 19-8, then faced division rival Chargers, beat them 31-17, and then they turned right around and lose to the Denver Broncos 24-9. Like, come on, Kansas City. But I want to elaborate on that in a moment. After that, loss to the Broncos. Chiefs go to Germany. They meet the Dolphins there. Dolphins get their first. Chiefs get their last. 21-14 win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting. Something always happens with NFL franchises that play either in London or in Germany during the international series every single year. One of two things happen. Teams either get better and they bounce back because it is a serious adversity going across the Atlantic Ocean to another country on the other side of the world playing an NFL physical football game going out of your time zone nonetheless and then coming back and having to readjust and I'm a creature of routine, right? And it becomes questionable when I'm not behaving the same or my routine is not the same. It shouldn't be, but it does, right? Suspicion is a sin. You need to know what you're talking about and have evidence. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is this. You got to get out of routine. You got to get out of your everyday routine behavior. Because you're going to fall into a deep, dark rabbit hole and you're not going to be able to climb out of it. And nobody's going to be able to get you out of it. And I said that for a reason. Buffalo Bills went to London, lost in London, and they came back from London and they fell into that dark, deep rabbit, that deep, dark rabbit hole that I'm referring to. They're five and five. They are where no one thought they would be at this point in time, including themselves. And that led to the firing of Ken Dorsey on yesterday. Kansas City Chiefs went to Germany. They won in Germany. This is their first game back at home in the United States of America and in their home stadium. The Ravens went over to London. They won in London. They've been winning ever since. Now, they lost upset fashion to the Browns this past Sunday, but they're still 7-3. and three. Who are some other teams that played? 
across seas this year as I get ready to close the show. I'm going to tell you, Jacksonville Jaguars went to London, played in London. They found what they needed over there. They brought it back to the country of the United States of America, and they have won. With the exception of this past Sunday, they got thumped by the San Francisco 49ers. But, I mean, it didn't matter who the 49ers were going to play coming off of a three-game losing streak and a bye week. It just didn't matter. 49ers are the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan's going to shoot you straight, just like U.S. Deputy Marshal Raylan Gibbons. All right? He's going to shoot you straight. It's the bottom line. There's no excuses in the NFL. You go across the country, you go across the Atlantic Ocean into another country. You either win or you lose. Whatever you do, you do not bring that crap back over to the United States. Especially if you lose, because look at the Buffalo Bills. Look at what's happened to them this season. Since leaving London. I say it so often, the Bible itself leaves us with no excuses. So why do we find them? Why do we look for them? What's wrong with our perspective? The NFL is built behind the military of the United States of America. It's built off of the armed forces. How the league is structured, how it's built, how teams are structured, how they're owned, how they're built. It's off of the military mindset. These athletes are in bed at 9 o'clock Eastern. All right. Or whatever time 9 o'clock hits in their time zone. That's what time they're in bed. How many of us can say at 25, 24, 23, 21, 20 years of age, 35, 36 years of age, some of the older quarterbacks. How many of us can say we're in bed at 9 o'clock every single night for the greater purpose of being a top performer for our bosses or for our jobs or for our spouses or for our families or for our churches even. How many of us can say that? Not many of us, right? I said I'd have to say this. Not only is the NFL structured after the armed forces, but it's also structured after the Bible. It really is when you really look at how everything has come to pass, how things are dealt with, how things are structured, how things are cared for when it comes to breast cancer awareness month and serving our armed forces and you're talking about a league that honors indigenous people Jewish people South Pacific Islander Asian Americans Samoans Hawaiians you're talking about a league that has not only built itself after the, the model of our armed forces but in many ways it has built itself after the model of the Bible and if the Bible leaves you with no excuses why are people so shocked when somebody like me comes onto the podcast or the radio or the TV and screams there are no excuses in the NFL if there are no excuses in the NFL then there are no excuses in your regular life you shouldn't have to be paid millions of dollars like some of these athletes are in the NFL to get that through your thick skull there's no excuses no excuses for the Buffalo Bills at 5-5 five and five with a superstar quarterback in Josh Allen that they have 
There's no excuses for the Kansas City Chiefs or the Eagles in this football game coming up on Monday night with the team that loses this game. And if this game is a tie, trust me, no excuses, right? You just got to man up. Even if you're a woman, you got to man up because there is the word man and woman. You guys are from us. So you got to man up at the end of the day and say, you know what? The Philadelphia Eagles just played us and they beat us. Simple as that, right? In life, you got to do that. You got to just say, you know what? Today, I got beat up real bad. I lost. No excuses. But tomorrow, I'm coming out and I'm opening up throats with a scalpel blade. I'm decapitating the devil. I'm going to own and dominate this day because that's what they do in the military. That's what they do in the NFL. Simple as that. This is going to be the 11th meeting of all time between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles coming into this football game off of their bye week. They won going into their bye week. So did the Kansas City Chiefs. The Eagles offense at this point in time, point score per game, third in the NFL. Going up against a championship type of Chiefs defense. Chiefs defense is second in the NFL. Points allowed per game. Four touchdowns per game for the Eagles. 28 points flat. Going up against a Chiefs defense that's allowing 15.9 points per game. Something has got to give. The win-loss record is not going to matter once this game kicks off. 13th ranked offense. Historically uncharacteristic for a Kansas City Chiefs football offense led by Patrick Mahomes the second. 13th ranked offense, points scored per game, going up against an Eagles defense that is 18th in the NFL, points allowed per game. 23.1 points per game for the Kansas City Chiefs, going up against an Eagles defense that is allowing 21.7 points per game. Something has got to give in this football or as some people like to say fool's ball game i will remind everyone that my record on thursday night football is eight and two sunday night football nine and one monday night football is the worst record that i have i'm four games over 500 eight and four who am i picking to win this football game as we are now 41 minutes into this prediction show i think i did pretty good 24 21 final overtime can the city in the heart of this great country of ours chiefs the defending super bowl champions will defeat the team that they defeated in the super bowl about 10 months ago on monday night 24 21 final overtime philadelphia eagles will drop to eight and two Kansas City Chiefs will improve to eight and two, and then we'll be on to Turkey Day, Bay Bay. Everybody says safe out there. 24-21 final overtime. Kansas City Chiefs over the Philadelphia Eagles. Week 11 final. One.